Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Wednesday morning. Great to have your company as we chat harness racing specifically here in New South Wales for the next 10 to 15 minutes. We've, well, we're really in the thick of things when it comes to the Breeders' Challenge. More semifinals this Saturday evening and the big grand final afternoon. No, next Sunday afternoon, the 29th of, of October is rapidly approaching and it's uh, certainly going to be a great card of racing all in all those Breeders' Challenge finals a strong open class race the rising stars the young drivers will have their opportunity uh, to shine as well so if you're in the area next Sunday it's a great family fun day there'll be plenty of activities outside of uh, the great racing on course head uh, to Menangle get in touch with them uh, to discuss your options but that's next Sunday afternoon plenty to happen before then however uh, including in the not too distant future tonight in fact eight races out of Bathurst the first getting underway there at 6 40. We also have a trialing session underway at Menangle as we speak and so much so the first two trials have already been concluded and you can catch all of the results and replays as the afternoon goes on on the harness.org.au website but Longfellow now with the Joe Connolly stable has won the open class trial he's a horse proven at the top level he's won quite a few decent races he won the Easter Cup last year uh, in Tasmania we saw him uh, come north for a qualifier of the Chariots of Fire last year as well, if my uh, memory serves me correctly. Contested the Inter-Dominion last year as well. So he's now with Joe Connolly and Seton Grimer. He was successful there in 152-8. and eight. Kafaji uh, also uh, recently joining the Ricky Alchin stable from Emma Stewart. He was back in second. The likes of Tishan Raider, Gordon's Bay also there. Uh, and we'll have some other strong, uh, I guess, Square Gators particularly go around a little later on. London to a brick is there. Caligula is also having a trial very shortly. So uh, check back in a little later this afternoon for the entirety of those results and replays through from this afternoon's Menangle trialing session. We raced at Menangle yesterday and the winning was fairly well spread around as well. And our guest from the pace this morning had a victory on that card. Jared Alchin has been kind enough to join us to discuss tonight's Bathurst card and we'll also look ahead to Saturday night, which looks a super card of racing all in all. Good morning to you, Jared. Morning, Britt. How are you? Very well, thank you. Quickly on yesterday, she's a real uh, little ripper, Albizia. Another win, uh, 155 and a piece on the board yesterday as well. She's now won six from ten. Uh, and life's going to get a little more tricky for her going forward, but she just seems to keep stepping up to the mark. Yeah, she's um, she's a quirky little thing. Um, you'd, you wouldn't uh, think she's as good as what she is if you just worked her at home, but... Um, she just keeps getting the job done and that speed, you know, it's, she's got pacer-like speed. She's just, um, yeah, a terrific trier and a, and a real good will to win. Well, that was yesterday. You'll be looking to add to your tally tonight at Bathurst where you head with three runners and they're all really good winning hopes. We'll run through them as well. You kick off tonight's uh, engagements with race number four and my ultimate Johnny. Two runs back from a break has been placed on both occasions at Menangle, so he should certainly appreciate uh, this style of race. He's a horse that's always shown a little bit, but he hasn't won in a while, so uh, it'll be a nice confidence boost if he is to win tonight. Yeah, he sort of 
he works better than he races for sure. But um, I, I do think that he's a better leader. Um, and this race tonight um, was a preferential draw on lifetime wins, so he got into it pretty good for the good barrier. Um, I, I think he really gets his chance there tonight. I, I think he should be hard to beat. All right, that's race four, number one, my ultimate Johnny, looking to take them all of the way. My ultimate Carter in the next race, a last start Menangle winner, another horse with a, a good overall record. And I know uh, earlier on this year you had a, a fairly good opinion of this guy. He hasn't done a, a stack of racing. Has that been by design or has he had a few little hiccups along the way? Um, as a young horse, he got very sick and he, and he nearly died and, um, every now and again, he gets a bit of sickness and um, he loses a lot of weight. So we sort of just got to look after him a little bit that way. He's, um, yeah, I think when he got so sick, he spent like a lot of time at the uni and on drips and that. And I just think every now and again, if he um, too much racing or I'm not sure, but he, he sort of gets a little bit sick again. So you got to back off and go again. Um, I do think he will make a really nice horse down the track because he's big and um, overgrown. He's like a big overgrown kid, you know. He's all out of proportion. But this time in, he's just starting to look a little bit better and put everything together. So um, his win last week was really good. He sat outside the leader in 53 and sort of really put him away. So um, looks to get a good trip tonight because there's going to be a fair bit of speed there with Don Boston in the race so um yeah think, well, I've, got um, some, I've got some good news for you jared maybe don boston's scratched so how did that how does that change things oh, from his perspective does does he have enough gate speed <laughs> <laughs> yeah does, he does, does have gate speed yeah. yeah so if that's if that's the case i think he'll um he should lead and be very hard to beat then all right, that's race number five. And then we move across to race number seven, and my ultimate Flynn goes around here. Uh, six starts, two wins, two minors, only a two-year-old, and uh, is coming into this off the back of a, a trial at Menangle last time out. Hasn't raced for a few weeks, so is he the type of horse that needs a bit of uh, trialling to keep him up to the mark, or uh, what was the reasoning behind that? And I guess the fact that he's OD, I would assume you're probably trying to get one of those off him as well. Yeah, that's the only reason he went around at the trials was just to get that OD off him. So, um, yeah, he's he's a little bit of a tricky sort of a horse. I, I really like him, and I think down the track he's actually going to be a really nice horse. Um, but, yeah, he's just growing. He's just laying down a lot lately, and um, his trial was good the other day. He sat in the death and really ran away from him, but he just really doesn't know what he's doing just yet. So I think... We'll have to speak to the owners, but I reckon after today, I reckon we might look to give him a good good spell and bring him back sort of early next year because I just think he's he really needs time to mature. All right. Well, that's three good chances tonight, all in all. They, uh, Despite the last of them having a tricky draw, they all look really solid hopes tonight at Bathurst. So races four, five, and seven. We'll move across to Saturday night because you've got a, a big team descending on Menangle. You kick off in race number one with... Janati, uh, who goes around off the back of a last start victory and also Firestorm Red coming into this off a fresh and different types of horses uh, and different, very different barrier draws as well. But uh, Janati in particular seems to just keep stepping up each time he has a Menangle start. 
Yeah, he's really surprised me, that horse. He sort of come there with no real expectations. And, um, yeah, he just seems to like the Menangle racing. He's got good gate speed and can put himself into a good position. So, um, yeah, I think he gets his chance again on Saturday night, I think, with his gate speed. Um, Arden's ace inside him, usually likes to take a trail. So I think he probably should nearly find himself in front again on Saturday night. Proved very hard to beat. The second race, you've got major celebrity engaged. For real life, the Queenslander comes out, which has certainly changed the shape of this race. What did you make of major celebrity's last start effort? Very good at Penrith. Uh, he's had the two Menangle runs. He's been beaten in both of them as favourite. Is he taking a while to get used to the Menangle style of racing, or were you still happy enough with particularly that last start run? I was really happy with his first start because he got left in the death and they went quick time. His next start at Penrith was really good. And then his last start, I honestly think he's a leader. Um, I think he just goes that much better in front. So a um, bit of a tricky draw. I don't think he could probably get to the front. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't know where he'll get to there. But he's a horse that has got a lot of ability. But he just, um, yeah, he, I think he's more of a leader. All right. Well, that's race number two, so we'll wait and see how things play out there. St. Crusader in race number four, relatively recent addition to your stable, has come up uh, just shy at his two runs. But this is a, a pretty even semi-final. There's a scratching already, only leaving seven runners, and it wouldn't surprise if he bobbed up here. Yeah, he's, um, he's, a, he's a nice little horse. He's just um, sort of, I don't know whether he's got the biggest will to win, but his work's been terrific, and um, yeah, he had a really, really good piece of work this morning. I couldn't have been happier with how he worked this morning. So um, I, th- I think you'll get his chance there. He's, if he races like he worked this morning, he'll be very hard to beat. Okay, that's early on in the card, race number four. Race number five, my ultimate snowy goes around here. He clashes with better be the best. So this is going to be a, a great measuring stick going forward. Even Bainbridge and Horn play a sweetheart. But this is a very strong semi-final. Beaten last time out. I know I've heard Cam a few times speaking on this show about this horse. He's glowing of his uh, opinion of him. He was defeated last time out. Do we have an excuse? Is it just a case of... Uh, that was uh, the first time that he was really put under pressure, this preparation, and he'll bounce out of that. Yeah, um, I wasn't disappointed at all last week because he's, um, he's a horse that had 18 months off during, through injury and he just doesn't have that residual fitness underneath him. So that run, like, and because of his leg issues, I don't work him that hard at home. And I know he'd had two starts previous, but he's sort of done it hard-held. So... Um, to have that really hard run, I think it benefited him more than hindered him because he's just bounced out of that terrific. And um, he actually worked with St. Crusader this morning and they both were terrific. So I think, I, I don't know, whether, I don't think he's got that fitness under his belt to match it quite with the good ones just yet. But I think if he can stand up and come through this series and we can give him a little let up, I think if he can come back as a four-year-old, I think you'll see something pretty special. It's just said- lack of match fitness is probably what's going to get him, like, not get him through this series.
Well, he's only had the seven starts, five of them victories, and uh, the only blot in his copybook was that uh, APG final where clearly things went awry thereafter. He's led in six of his starts and the other is breezed. I'm sure that you're looking forward to getting him to follow a helmet. Being a son of Sweet Lou, they're generally such high speed type. So is that how you'd like to drive him on Saturday night? Um, yeah, he's definitely better with cover. That's for sure. But he's never actually had it because he's always been favourite or thereabouts. So, and with his tremendous gate speed, sort of, it's hard. But, um, yeah, I'll just leave that up to Cam. I think he could probably cross him on Saturday night. And then Cam's got options from there. Um, like last week here, they got out in 26-2 and Cam was strangling him across. So his gate speed's electric. He's just, um, yeah, I'll leave that to Cam, but he'll have options. Okay, that's race number five, the second of the semifinals for the Breeders' Challenge and the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. And it really does look his series to lose my ultimate Ronnie, the four-year-old division. He looks beautifully placed into this company and uh, Saturday night should be another step in that direction. A great victory last time out uh, in an open class event in 151 and two he's now had those few really tough runs under his belt so he should uh he probably won't know himself on saturday night in, in that style of race yeah it's a big drop in grade for him on saturday night so we couldn't be happier with how he's progressed since the eureka um his work's been terrific and his last start run was really good and we were able to give him a few days on the water walker after that and freshen him up for this so i um yeah, I don't, I, I don't think, um, yeah, all going well. I think he'll um, should acquit himself well in that race. So safely through this series, there's chatter about him heading across to Perth for the Gold Nugget. Is that still in the plans? Yeah, yep. That's um, yeah, we got um, everything in place there. We we just want to get through this race unscathed because obviously it's been noted that he's not the soundest of horses, but at the moment. He's never been sounder. So, um, yeah, all going well. Um, I'm not sure about the horse and the owner, but I'd love to go. <laughs> I've always always wanted to race a horse in Perth and never had anything good enough to go. So I'm definitely pushing for that. And as long as we come through sound and in one piece, yeah, we would like to be there. Well, you would expect the, the WA style of racing to, one, suit him very well, being the smaller circuit, and also the, the sandy training tracks that they have over there would uh, probably assist him as well. So would it just be a one-race campaign, or, or, or what's penciled in at this point in time for Ronnie? Um, it would be two. There's a race on the 1st of December. Um, I think it's called the McInerney or something like that. Um, that's on the 1st of December, and then the Nuggets on the 16th. So it'll just be the two two runs at this stage, and then we'd look to come back and freshen him up. But um, I think he he's tentatively booked on a flight on the um, 20th of November, so that'll give him sort of 10 days to settle in, and then to his first race, and then um, and then another two weeks to the Nugget. So everything's fallen into place. We've just got to hope that he's fitting well and comes through this series good and. Yeah, we'll hopefully be there.
awesome stuff it'll be a great trip and i believe in all markets there for the golden nugget he's actually opened up as favorite so it sounds as though the wa uh form references are very much respecting what he's done so far appreciate your time this morning jared plenty happening uh good luck throughout this breeders challenge series good luck tonight at bathurst and we're looking forward to seeing ronnie over in perth hopefully very soon no worries. Thanks a lot, Britt. Sorry about the noise. We're just at the trolls here. We've got a bit happening. <laughs> no so, worries at all. We can all uh, we you. can deal with that. Jared Alchin joining us this morning, and we certainly appreciate him making time for us with uh, so much happening. Trials this morning, Bathurst tonight. So uh, certainly not an easy time to pick up the phone and have a chat, but he's managed to do so and given us some great insight as to what's happening over the next few days for his stable. So tonight we head to Bathurst, and I think it's fair to say the three ultra runners will be short. Uh, but they look good things in races four, five, and a little later on in the card, races seven. But in totality, eight races tonight at Bathurst, the first getting underway at 6.40. Tomorrow, we'll have two key cards of racing to preview on on the pace, that being Tamworth and Penrith. We'll be back tomorrow morning here on Sky Sports Radio from just on 10.30.